So where should we begin? Yeah, shit, go on with it. Go on, let me know. Tell me something. Tell me something good. Well, everybody always wants to know how and why I started comedy. Um, originally, I got into comedy because I needed to be found. Uh, and uh, when I was looking for my dad, the great drummer Bruno Carr, my mother used to tell me, get famous and he'll find you. Don't look for him. So that was her ruling. So uh, I used that same ruling to uh, be found by my children. What? Yeah. Oh, so, so you were lost and you I, wanted to become found. I was lost. Well, they was, yeah, they were, they were lost. Yeah. I wasn't lost. I knew where I was. I just didn't know where they was. Gotcha. Because of uh, something called custodial interference. That's mm. when the father takes the child gotcha. and you don't know where they at. Gotcha. And they were in Africa. What? Yeah, man. He took what? my kids to Africa. Can you imagine how I felt when I saw the color purple? <laughs> Why? Right, right. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Damn. That was my life. But yeah, it worked. I got on uh, Comic View and uh, it aired in June. No, it aired in... I don't remember. Anyway, it took them about six months to find me. Wow. On TV. And you know, now they're back in my life. So wow. That's what comedy did for me. And that's why I got into it. And then after I found them, I just kept doing it because... They was giving me money to to be my silly right, self. Right. How can you say no to that? Right? Right. And and a lot of comedians don't like when I say that, but it's real talk. You know, yeah. comedy is like being paid to be yourself. Right, right. That's the rule for me. Right. I be think, yourself and have a good time. Right. Well, I think that's when you found your thing in life, when it comes the most natural to you and you can get paid for it, whatever that is. I think that's when you're really living your life. To Seriously, it's much easier when it's who you are more so than what you do. Right. You know? Yes, indeed. So wait a minute. So let's go back just a little bit because you just like, I needed to define my people. And I said, I might be famous. Why did you connect comedy to that? Were you always kind of funny? Were you doing like theater before that? Because that's just a bold move up and decide, this is how I'm going to get famous. I was a silly baby. Gotcha. Let's start there. My mother yeah. used to tell me all the time, girl, why are you so silly all the time? And you from the Bronx? I'm from the Boogie Silly and the Boogie Dad. Okay, silly gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Take down. us back. Yeah. And I wasn't a class clown. Okay. You know, I was a scholar actually from... Kindergarten, wow, <laughs> you wow. know, from kindergarten, I went to second grade. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? It was like, she's crazy and um, she's uh, smart. Gotcha. So I got skipped in kindergarten and uh, from there, just, I don't know. I just love making people laugh. I love acting silly. Yeah. You know, I couldn't fight. So yeah, if but... I was in trouble, I just started telling jokes and yeah, that got me out of a lot of... Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So on the road to Def Comedy Jam, because, man, that's like one of the spots to be on if you were a comic, especially going back into the, you know, late was late 90s, early 2000s. Like, that was the show to get on. Right. So how did you just try something new to ending up on Def Comedy Jam? What was the role like before you even got to Def Comedy Were you open micing? Did you start running the, the circuits and then audition? Or what was that, what was that process kind of like in you getting started and then making your way there? Well, I didn't even know how to get started in comedy. I saw... Uh, Def Comedy Jam on TV, mm. and I was like, I could do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it took a little bit for me to actually do it. And as far as Def Comedy Jam, yeah, I never been on that. What? I did several seasons of uh, Comic View. Comic View, that's what it was. Comic View, gotcha. Got I got did you. Martin Lawrence First Amendment. Okay, okay. I did One Mic Stand. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do? Last comic standing, of course. Oh yeah, that's right. Most, most that was your most recent, right? That wasn't. Too that long was ago. the most recent, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a couple of uh, talking head shows on um, 
BET when they were doing that back in the day. Nice. And you know, that's it. I've been around. I've been around for a long, long time. I thought I would be a whole lot richer than <laughs> I am right now, but whatever. Right, right. Don't whatever. Right. It's like, know? when does it come? It's like you're shaking the tree. I and know. And it's like, okay, one apple, two apples. It's like, yo, <laughs> I need more apples. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. So. Nice. That's the journey, but um, but so you did. You just ran the circuit first, and you opened no, mics. No, I was watching. You get to I was watching. View? Um, was. Tavis Smiley one night, and Steve Harvey was on there. He was talking about the difference between a comic and a comedian, mm. and he was talking about how like a comedian can find the humor in anything. Like I have jokes right now about my mother dying, mm. you know, and that's that's my only friend and on the earth on the planet, uh, who is no longer on the earth on the planet, but still, you know mm. what I'm saying. So. You, you, a comedian will find the humor in anything and right. present it, you know, lightheartedly. Where a comic would mimic a comedian. Yeah. That's that's what I got from it. And I was like, oh my god, I'm a comedian. So I called the New York Comedy Club and I said, I would like to try out to be a comedian. <laughs> and they said, okay, bring five paying customers. I remember them days. Yeah, bring a show. Bring a show. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I started. And my first show, they were like stomping on the floor, beating on the table. I got a standing ovation. Whoa. I was like, what? Uh, so from there, I did a couple more bringer shows, but back then we was all on welfare. Yeah. And ain't nobody had no money. So when I wanted people to come, sometimes I had to buy drinks for them, help them with the with the travel and wow. the babysit. I was like, honey, I cannot afford to do comedy. <laughs> this is too expensive for yeah, me. Yeah. So um then I started entering contests. Gotcha. And winning. Wow. What? Wow. I was in comedy maybe two, three months. People were lining up for my autograph. Excuse me? What? Me? Wow. You know, so. so you knew instantly you had something. Well, I could it was either that or singing. And from what I, from my experience, when I watch R and B singers on TV, yeah. like you have to have a certain, you know, look, mm-hmm. sexy, whatever. Like, and yeah. I knew, like when I say in my jokes, that's why my special on Dry Bar says, I wish these were jokes, because m- most of my stuff <laughs> is true. Real life. Yes. Like, yeah. I knew when I was a kid, I was not going to grow up to be sexy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Handsome, maybe. But sexy, <laughs> no. So, um, you know, I, I I was always into music, you know, straight from the drummer's nuts. My okay. dad is a drummer. Gotcha. And, um, but the most consistent thing is my silliness. Yeah. So I figured maybe I could turn that into something. So that's why I chose comedy instead of singing. Or... Uh-huh. But you still like the skiing. Now, now we got to hear. Now we got to hear you blow. We got to laugh at the dark stuff. We got to do it now. Oh, oh, please, thank you. You know you got our show though. <laughs> you can find me singing online. Oh, okay. Or at karaoke oh. anywhere. I love me some I'm going to get asked to scatter some of us. She's shoop and doop and doop and doop and doop. She's going to scatter some of us. She's leaving, y'all. That's why. And I, we were just saying too before we started. You know, I crossed paths with you early. You know, early, in my earlier years of doing doing comedy, I remember uh, it was at Omar's spot. Uh, it was, I may have been Harlem at the time, or maybe it was the Bronx. I remember it was under some uh, big train uh, kind of overlapping area. On twelve, it was. Oh no, okay, that's. Um... I forgot the name of the spot. It but... was a BBQs. Right? It was BBQs. Yeah. It was BBQs. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for remembering. It was following me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember doing that show early on and having some fun. You went up there, killed it, and. You know, I think I may have took a little video or something with you at the time, but it's just funny, you know, how things can come full circle, man. And that's the thing, you know, this comedy industry is a marathon. Yes, and, and I'm know, so proud of you. I yeah. mean, with laughter. <laughs> laugh at laugh. I said laughter. <laughs> it's laugh. Okay, don't get yeah. it twisted. It's yeah, laugh yeah. after dark. And I'm so proud of you. You've, you've been doing your thing. I've been watching. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's definitely been a, been a process, man, but I'm fortunate to have a great team, man. Shout out mm-hmm. to Robin Kelstad. 
you know, do their part in making the content, you know, right. come, come to life, you know. But it's, sure. it's funny for, for a long time as a comedian, especially when you don't get those initial TV credits, it's kind of like, man, what am I doing? When, am, when is this going to come about? You know, mm-hmm. you're shaking the tree. Where's the apple? Right. But you're being prepared. You know, you're being prepared. And mm. you don't know it during the time, but you're being prepared for what is truly <laughs> for you. Well, I must be going to be famous in heaven. Yeah. I'm getting old. Man, I'm getting old. Fast. She's like, God, for the way to the last bit. <laughs> you going to wait till I'm yes, Martha Stewart. Indeed. You going to wait till it's the time. time. Really? That's what you going to do, God? You know, uh, I'm ready now. Right. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's in God's time, like you say. Right. And see, that's the interesting thing too, though, man, because a lot of comments will look at your resume and your career and say, oh, she made it. She did it. But a lot of them, they don't know. Like what all goes into this and how much it takes to sustain and what right. you really get on a lot of these shows and on these opportunities. And that's right. why, again, it's a marathon. Yeah. Those life-changing you know, circumstances, they True happen, story. but it's, it's time. My it's material process. has made it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> did I say that? I just did. Yeah, facts. Major facts. <laughs> that's why one of, the things that I, one of the things that I really mean when I say be yourself, mm. that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be yourself. Don't be taking other people's material. Yeah. I, I, I love... People, but I can't stand joke thieves. I find them lazy because you live a life. Yeah, that's all comedy is: telling your story. Tell your story. Don't tell my story. Right. And if you do tell my story and you make it, guess what? Conscious should make you reach back for a sister. You know what I'm saying? Don't just keep going. I know a lot of that goes on too. I know a lot of that goes on too, (laughs) especially from all of these TV shows. People had these opportunities, and they'll take your stuff and never run out with it. So sometimes now with social media, because you was on the grind when you just had to have, you know, flyers and that was it. <laughs> now we got social media. Uh, me too. So Mailing was just out big old VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Watch my tape. You got to rewind it. Some Martin rewinds on the beginning. But then it gets to the set. Yes, indeed. So that's why when somebody now tell me send them a picture, I mean, you better Google. Right. Oh, right. Sending nothing no Find more. a headshot. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So it's it's a it's a hard grind, but but then again, also, there's a part of it that I never wanted to do, mm. which I have to take responsibility for that myself because mm. comedy is good and it's and it and it's also a business, right? And I don't like the business part. I don't want to do that part. Yeah, I just want somebody to tell me where I'm going to be, how much I'm gonna get, what time I got to be there. You know how much time? You know, just tell right. me what I got to do. Right. And you do all that other stuff. Right. Book you know, in the email, yeah, headshot. I don't want to do right, all that. Right. I don't want to do all that. And I never did. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, like I said, I would mail out the, the VHS, VHS tapes and all that stuff. Yeah. But now, you know, I, I just don't want to do that. I just want to show up and perform. Right. Right. And make people happy and go home. Right. So you just got to get, you know, management and a representation at this point that's going to be able to keep you booked and busy. Because I know a lot of comics will have a manager, but it's like, what do they bring? So it's got to be the right uh, manager that has access to book you out and tour you out. Because if, if that don't exactly. add up, then you're doing a lot of running around for something that don't really make sense. It's true. Yeah. You know, so I never had a manager. I never had a team. I never had any of that. Wow. wow. So that's probably why, you know, I haven't yeah. done what I was supposed to do. Because I really wanted to do movies. I mean... I've been, uh, my mother put me in acting school. I mean, she knew I wasn't going to be sexy, too. But she's going to be dramatic. That's what she's going to be. She's going to be talented, but she ain't going to be sexy, but she's going to be talented. She put me in stuff like that, you know, drama school and everything. So I was acting really young. Okay. And I think I'm a good actress. I really do. Nice. But I never got that opportunity. I see a lot of parts. 
that I was like, now, nah, Lord. I could have killed that. You know. Right. She playing my part. Right. <laughs> right. Lots of them. Yeah. But yeah. what am I do? So I don't I don't know how to get in the in into those doors. Right. You know what I mean? And at some point I feel like maybe, maybe I'm too lazy to, yeah. to do that. That could be a thing too, because when when you're a comic, man, unfortunately, like, man, we gotta sell ourselves. And I beat myself up for years because, you know, uh uh I was always doing a lot of bar shows, especially in New York. You know, your bars, restaurants, they had shows everywhere. Right. And I started producing my own shows and I went to LA. I'm producing shows, but I'm bars. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, to get to those improvs, to get to those, you know, mainstream comedy clubs, you've got to put yourself in position. Mm-hmm. So I used to be myself up for years because I worked full time. You know, I had the fan bam and stuff. And I was just like, I ain't got time to be running all behind them clubs doing some potluck and all this kind of thing. I got time for that. <laughs> Same here. Like you know people get on me now because I don't do open mics. Right. I, I don't have time to do an open yeah, mic. And, yeah. and I never did because when I started comedy, my youngest daughter was a baby. Mm. So I got to pay a babysitter, pay a because <laughs> I didn't have a car at that yeah. time, you know, and do, and put out all this money to come and get some stage time. Right. I can't afford that. The ride that was a two train. <laughs> <The ride that laughs> you shit. know, but the point <laughs> is that I kept getting booked from doing shows. If I do a show, somebody come up to me all the time. Right. I got this show. Can you do this right. show? So because one show kept leading to another, to another, to another, to another, you know. You don't feel in the time to be like, let me go do an open mic. Because the <laughs> shows know? keep you busy enough. Exactly. Right. And I right. felt like, man, I made it. You know, every right. time I go to a show, I'm I get a show booked. or right. two or three. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. I didn't I didn't never focus on the business part of it. Yeah. And that's a big mistake. I want to tell comedians today, focus on the business part of it and you know, you you'll do well. Yeah, big look, facts. Look at y'all. Facts. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm trying, but you know, I still beat myself up a lot too because you know, these days you got to have a strong social media following. They want to know what's what, how you doing online but to get this opportunity. And I'm I can I know I'm a little lazy especially when I'm juggling life. I'm not taking an hour to record and then edit and exactly. do all this. I hate the details too. But that can work against you because mm. the comics that are taking the time and putting those videos and putting that content out there are building more traction, have more of a following, more likely to get those bookings. So, you yes. know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of the game you got to play to a certain extent. But at the same time, I've always been able to say, you know what, Charlie, you just got to do what feels right to you. Because mm-hmm. all we can do is what we can do at this moment. Mm-hmm. You can put forth a plan. You can try to do better. But don't overwhelm yourself about what somebody else got going on in the time that they have. Right. Because you you know, you know, have your capacity, too. Like, I have, I, I've always had magnificent ideas mm. and just never knew how to put them into fruition. Mm. You know, uh, As a matter of fact, one of the, my biggest and greatest ideas was stolen by the... Uh, what did what did they call it? She when I was on Last Comic Standing, oh. she was uh, the talent coordinator, something like that. Okay. Like she would, you know, make sure we where we're supposed to be in this that. And she stole my whole joint. What? And made a show of it. What? Yo, Didn't, like you gave her like an idea? You know, because when you do a television show like that, they yeah. ask you if you had your own show, what would it be? Oh, wow. And I, and I and I told ideas. her like I would tell anybody who would listen because I want to put this out right. You know, and and I mentioned it to her, and a couple of few years later, no way. she produced the show. No way. Didn't even call me to sweep you the, on the studio show. floor, Damn. nothing. Damn. You know, just stole it verbatim, and I have it in. Uh, I have the. I have it copyrighted. Yeah. But I just never went after her for it. You know what I mean? But it hurt. You need man. representation. Get my suit. It Get hurt. Suit. Right. 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 It hurt. I know I did. People just take, 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 take. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. You know so, what and I mean? they, you watch, you gotta watch them eat, essentially, while exactly. you out here trying to 
you know, get to the, the, the drive through exactly. figure out what I'm you finna so do. I'm so tired of being a broke billionaire. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, you too. And then, because of who I am, I can't even be mad at them. You know, yeah. I can't be jealous or none of that. Right. I just have to be like, I'm proud of you. Right. You know? Charge even it to the game. You, even if you took my 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 stuff, yeah. you know, you took it and you you did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't know how to do it, but damn, you could have put me down. Right. You know right. what I mean? Experience. I can't be nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because at the end of the day, not everybody does have that business sense to take things to the next level or to go present it. But still, yeah, that's when you should collaborate. Right. You know, we was just saying too, I ain't going to say no names either, but we I had a conversation with my team about you having those conversations. Somebody will go take it and go run with it. I won't exactly. even say anything to acknowledge you. But then they burn that bridge too at that point. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cause it's like, all right, you've shown me how much you value and respect me and what I'm right. doing. Right. So, but that's ridiculous. And you know, at at some point, enough is enough. Yeah. You know, it, enough is really, really. Enough. How was that uh, last comic standing experience? Anyway, you know, that's uh, that's the that's the stage of stages. You know, when you're trying to get on and get yourself out there. How was that uh, experience? How did, it, you, how did it work anyway? You just auditioned, and yes, cool. I sent in a tape, and. Uh, I basically got nothing from that. Yeah. Except people saying, oh, you was on last kind of stand. Right. I know I did a good job. Yeah. Um, and uh internally, yeah. I feel like I won. Yeah. Second place, okay, I'll take that nationally, but internally, I knew I know that I won. Yeah. Because um, first of all, I didn't have a team like everyone else. Before the season was over, the rest of the uh, people on the show, most of them, at least the top five, mm -hmm. were booked for the entire year. Wow. It took me months to get my first show because I didn't have a team. Gotcha. And I'm, and I'm, and like I said on another interview, and I know that it's true, that people probably didn't come for me because they felt like I already had somebody yeah. because I was on the show. Yeah. G2 can be too Who hard gets to catch? on the show from just sending the tape? Nobody. Right. You know, and I was the only one who, who of the top five who, who was in that situation. Wow. So, um, yeah, with no representation, I mean, I should have had a special after that. I should have been. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it seemed like things got harder. Things got worse. What? After yeah. the last comic stand? <laughs> after the last comic But, you know, that's where the other part comes in where it's kind of like, how are you going to promote yourself? How are you going to, you know, d do anything with that right. platform? And it's kind of like, where do you start? What do you... You start reaching out to clubs. You got to send another video. Right. I guess that's that's the and grind too. And I don't want to do that. Right, it's the details. You know, none of them had to do it. They right. was all set up. They had their team. They had their management. They right. had this one. They had that one. Right. And anybody that I like, I reached out to one person who told me that they got to see me first. Huh. I've been on TV twenty After years. Last time yeah. See you where? Twenty years. Wow. If you don't know me, if you don't know what I've done, if you if you're not the type of person to take the time to do the research, right. like. What do you mean? Right. You were a kid when I started doing comedy. Right. I mean, I've been doing comedy your whole life. Right, right. <laughs> what are right. you talking about? But they want to see. Right. It hurt, man. Yeah, 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 it yeah, hurt. yeah. So that's that's the process, man. That's the unfortunate thing about this grind. That's why, even though that's why you got to, if comedy is for you, comedians, then you know you'll stay in it, and time will continue to just roll on by because you know at the end of the day, it's who we are. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do it one way or another. Exactly. It's frustrating because we're not getting what we want out of it sometimes. Right. But we can't do shit else because it's who we are. So yep. we're continuing to ride these waves and do these shows mm -hmm. and be who we are. 
But the shit, that's why me, I was, I've been in the car business 15 years. Right. So I go sell some Cadillacs and then go get on, get on a show. Right. Or do what I had to do. So the grind just keeps going, oh man, so good to see us take a picture. It's like, all right, man, get out of here. But I, yeah. got, <laughs> I, got, I got bills to pay. I got work in the morning. Yes. Good to see you though. And I'm driving Lyft now. Yeah. I'm oh, shit. Uber Eats over here. I get my, I get my Uber Eats time. <laughs> So I'm, I'm doing a carload at a time, <laughs> comedy, you know, and it's, you know, I find that being a Lyft driver for me, it's like, you know how a bartender or a barber yeah. for you guys or yeah. whatever, you, people tell me everything. I've had people break down in tears. Wow. So many times at the end of the ride, I have to get out and give people hugs and wow. stuff like this. A couple of times I have to take pictures with people, you know, wow. and it's really a great, great job. And I even have an idea for that because it's like... I feel like, what would you do if you got into to my car and I just start bugging, you know, or speaking yeah. at it? You know, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just all kinds of silly scenarios. Yeah. But um, I don't even know how to bring that to fruition. Like, what, because I know I have, people have to sign a release and all this oh, kind of yeah. stuff. And, yeah. You know, I, I was just thinking about it and it had me cracking up, dying, laughing. And that's one thing about my material. I don't practice my jokes on the audience. Mm. I'll do it in the mirror. I think it has something to do with being the only child gotcha. and talking to myself. Gotcha. You go in the mirror and I'm kind of flexing it out the mirror. first. If it don't make me laugh, <laughs> yeah. it ain't going to make you laugh. Gotcha. That's the way I feel about gotcha. it. Gotcha. 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 And um, even when I was on Last Comic Standing, they would all be, be going to um, John Lovett's club or uh -huh. to work out here. They're, Nikki, you coming on? Mm -hmm. well, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go find here. the mirror at the yeah, hotel room. Yeah, find me a mirror. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it is. I've never been able. It's like like uh, an artist. Yeah. You don't want to show a picture of a woman that you draw it, and you only got one arm. You got to draw the other arm yeah. before you present it. Probably you know a completed what I mean? piece. Like this you. is gonna be nice when I get finished. I want to show it to you when I'm finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the way it is. I don't know why. Yeah. From the beginning, it was like that. Wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> and it's been like that ever since. And I can't write. Yeah. And if I do write something down, I leave the paper at home or it's in the car. Or You're whatever, like, oh whatever. shit, I gotta go. Yeah, out there. <laughs> I'm like, I got a bunch of new jokes. Oh, yeah. I just don't remember them right, right now. Right, right. So it, it's a very difficult process, but it's an easy process at the yeah, same time. Yeah, because you said like just like from the beginning, you said you're being yourself. It being so myself. you go on stage, you know how to be yourself, and exactly. that's been working so far. It's been working so far, <laughs> yeah. but has it? I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the talent aspect is there, right? But you know, it's it's, it's the business aspect. Yeah. So that's where. The collaborations have to start happening because I was a I was a very frustrated um, creative because I used to want to create I used to want to produce I used to produce my own comedy shows but I wanted to produce content mm -hmm. so I I remember in, a, in L A when I first moved there I started you know uh, you know uh, renting out you know locations I rented out a house mm -hmm. in Pacific Palisades mm -hmm. one time put my own money up you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And uh, I just wanted to shoot some sketches. Mm -hmm. And just so happened, Master P rented out the house the next day to shoot. I got the hookup two or three or whatever, whichever one of those is. Mm -hmm. But it was a dope location. So right. we shot some sketches in there. I had a little music video that I shot and mm -hmm. some comedy incorporated into it. But I didn't have the business since I didn't know what to do with any of this stuff. Right. You know? And I wanted to shoot podcasts. It's like, man, I didn't know what, what how do I, you know, get it. And I didn't like editing. You know, I don't like doing the details. Mm -hmm. But again, I think, again, you got to understand, like, you're being prepared. Yeah. So now I got this content that's just sitting there that I've shot. Right. But it's like, all right, now I just got the practice. You know, I kind of put my, my feet together uh, to it. And at some point, I'll be able to utilize all of that experience and all of those, those things. And it could come in the form of something else, too, because you got to be open-minded. Uh, it could be in the form of master classes. You know what I'm saying? Well, now you're teaching how you, you know, uh, do stand-up and how you're teaching the art of this, whatever the case. Everybody got, you know, 
hustles. It's just which one is going to be the most organic for us to be able to expand. Very, very true. Yeah. Very true. But like you said, now there's a whole different thing to being famous. You have to be famous on social media. Yeah. I ain't got that kind of time to yeah. be on social media. First of all, I'm driving 8, 10, 12 hours a day. It depends. Yeah. If I bring my dog, I can drive longer. Oh, you know, you bring the dog. You mean you bring the dog? With? Yeah, because he's crazy now. Oh, Remember so? how little he was yeah. last time? Yeah, he's 10 pounds and what? he's uh, abusive what? to me. Because <laughs> he's been riding in a lift car with you for 10 hours. Now you get out of the car, he's like, let me out this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Some days he'd be like, you be safe out there, Ma. I'm going to chill right, right here. Right, right. I'm going to hold the house down. Yeah. Like, right. you know, you don't have to come. He pulling out. Yeah. Come on, man. Right. And come some days he meet me at the door like, yo, I'm going today. All right. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever you want to do. He the boss. Right. But, um, yeah, so I'm doing all that. I ain't got time to be on social media, even though there's so many things that I could be doing. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do, like, I cook, I cook the a crazy keto meal the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you should have had the camera on and, you know, Could have made a little that. YouTube show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a little yeah. something like that, but I just... Taking the time. I know you got to figure out how you're trying to get <laughs> a bigger setup, get the lighting right. Man. But, you know, that's, again, that's why you... you Because I understood, too, that, man, that's not my forte, mm-hmm. cameras and editing. So I had to pay out mm-hmm. a videographer that could edit it, you know what I'm saying? Right. But sometimes I'll pay to shoot. But I didn't have the budget to pay to edit. So mm-hmm. that project didn't even get edited like I was supposed to. So it's, you know, understanding your strengths and understanding your weaknesses too. Right. You know. And uh, even my book. I mean, when <clears throat> I was 18, I had the title for the book. You know, I'm <laughs> since 18 in the book, I said I was going to have it out by the time I was 25. Oh, then I yeah. said 30. Yeah. Then I said 35. Then yeah. I said 40. Yeah. Then I said 50. <laughs> Where is this book? Where is the book? <laughs> then I said I was going to turn it into an autobiography, uh-huh. you know, and just do it live, you know, talking and whatever. Yeah. And I still may do that, yeah. but I just haven't. You know what? That's what you need. You just need a, a little aside person. You know Something. what I'm saying? Yeah. You need a... Uh, a co-collaborator because Something. you could you could still do like we were just talking about on the last uh, episode. You could do like a one woman show. It's true. So that's just the show right there. Then it don't take all the detail, all the editing. It's just you, just a straight me. hour. You could have some video going on in the background about your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk. We got and I know song, and you know? I know how to do all that. And yeah. I have to, like if you came to my apartment, you'd be like, you ain't doing nothing with this. Yeah, you know, uh, what? it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Well, again, that's why you. That's why we sitting that down together. You know, because then you can collaborate and you can kind of work out to figure out what the next step should be. So that's it. That's it. And I'd be so tired after all that driving. I'm uh, yeah, it's exhausting. I'd be tired. It's exhausting. I I, so check this out. So when I um was in LA, I um was supposed to start a brand new job selling Range Rovers in Encino, Mm. right? But one of my homegirls that followed me on social media, she was a producer like NBC. She used to do some stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, and she was like, "Hey, uh, she produced at the Steve Harvey show." Mm. So she hit me and was just like, hey, I think I got a segment that would be dope for you. Shout out to Shanice. What's up, girl? Yeah. She's like, I got a segment that would be dope for you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yes, yes. Steve Harvey show. I was like, yeah, when he had his daytime show. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to start my job at Range Rover on, like, on a Monday or something. Mm-hmm. And then the segment I was supposed to shoot was on that Monday. Mm. And I was just like, what do I do? I got a family to take care of. Do I start this Range Rover job? Or do I do the Steve Harvey show? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can sell cars anywhere. <laughs> so I, I called my range. I was like, hey, can I come in on Tuesday instead of Monday? Mm-hmm. They was like, no, you got to be here mandatory Monday, training on Monday. I was like, okay, bye. And I just didn't show up. So I went to go shoot the episode with the Steve Harvey show. 
I'm at the studio. I'm going through the lot. I see us Rolls Royce. I'm like, this is finna be my moment. <laughs> Yo, mama. <laughs> right. Mama. It's finna right. go down. I go to the studio. I'm green screen room. All of that stuff is dope. Makeup. Mm-hmm. We go through the show segment. Me and Steve got a little segment. We about to do one-on-one. And I'm like, this is finna, I'm finna pop. God, mm-hmm. you've been preparing me for this. Right. So we filmed the ep- we get ready to film the episode. I sit down, me and Steve side by side, and it was like a potluck episode where they had like food and stuff on the back. Mm-hmm. So we were supposed to, to go over there and kind of have our little talk back and forth. What kind of stuff what do you do at the potluck? What do you bring? Right. And um, it, Steve was just kind of over talking me a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so he just you know, kind of, I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, how come? Yeah, what? what? <laughs> so, oh, chill, chill. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, in, in my head on that stage, I was like, I don't think they know. In my head, I just kind of knew. I was like, ah, oh, he kind of overtalked me. Look, I was like, I don't know if it's that smooth. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, never aired. Mm-hmm. They, they never went aired the episode. And I was just like, bro, oh, what happened here? Wow. But it was a good experience. But I say all that to say, I lost that opportunity at Range Rover. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back interviewing again. Mm-hmm. That's when I started lifting in LA. Mm-hmm. And I'm riding around, yeah, you know, if you're looking at the rear view, yeah, if in town, I'll be performing at the uh, such, <laughs> such and such bar right. as I'm doing all of these rides. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got a, got back into the car business as a broker for a little while. But yeah, it's a, it's a grind. But it I've been in Vegas grind. for a year now. How long, how long have you been in Vegas? Three years. Okay, okay. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. it for me. And if it wasn't for the comedy seller, I don't even know what I would do. They keep me booked. Nice. To the uh, comedy seller, LV. Nice. Um... Where, where are they located? They're located inside the Rio. It's in the Rio. I thought, okay, yes. that's what's up. I haven't even been there yet. I could definitely let me know next time you on. Yeah, I'm there I'm next week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. I'm Two up. shows every night, 7 and 9. Hell yeah. Okay. Shout out. That's what's up. I love that place. For that's real. what's up. And they have one in New York, as you they know. They do. The I've never performed at the really? one in New York. Never. As a matter of fact, when, when I would ask other comedians, about getting on. They made me feel like the person, the lady who books it was like big with hairy knuckles. Right. You know? Like, good luck. Yeah, and you got to get a cavity surge, take wow. blood test, you know, all right. this stuff. And that lady is just so sweet. Oh, nice. You know, comedians, come on. Right. Just so right. <laughs> they be trying to guard the game sometimes you know, and make it. Come yeah. on. Right, right, right. And she's just so sweet. And just out of nowhere, she'll be like, Are you available on this day? I'll be like, Yep. Nice. So, did you do the New York one yet? Never. Oh, not yet. So well, I haven't been back to New York to do comedy soon. I mean, in, in a, a while. while. Wow. Yeah, in a while. Same. About seven, eight years for me, something like that. Since I've been yeah. to LA, I haven't been back to New York to do comedy. Unless the call is worth it and somebody got a real budget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you just don't happen to be going down there and you could do a little run while you're in town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get up here, I get up there. But, you know, it's just. Well, it's you quite know, a few people have hit me up and told me to come through and they got something new going on. Yeah. And all this, that and the other. So. Oh, you're tripping it. You just got to make that trip. When I it's come, when I do go, yeah. which will be when it's warm. Yeah, right. Um, June and shit. Yeah, maybe end of May. And yeah. Because my son's birthday is May 15th. You know, I'd like to go see him on his birthday. All right, what's his name? Hanif. Shout out to Hanif. Hanif. Birthday. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So his birthday is then, and I might go through. I mean, I have. Sorry, Ade. Adi Ola. Your birthday is May six. Yes. Okay. Can't leave it. Can't leave nobody out. That's my daughter. Okay. However, it might still be cold around your birthday, boo boo. (laughs) Right. All right. So we'll make up for it. Yes. When the spring comes. Right. So I'm gonna try to see all my kids and all my grandkids when I go. This time, I'm going to drive home. Oh, you're going to make the drive in? I'm going to drive home. Oh, nice. Me and my doggy. Nice, nice, Cross nice. country, there and back. Nice. So that's another reason why I'm grinding so hard right now, because I want to make sure everything is paid ahead. 
Right. So that I don't have to worry and run Stress somebody while you're out of town. Right. Heck yeah. Right. You know. no, I so, made yeah. that drive too because I lived in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. The last place I left in New York and then we drove all the way to LA, Santa mm-hmm. Clarita, and then mm-hmm. moved on into LA from there. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, it took me about three days. So take your time. Yeah, yeah. Try to make it a little trip out of it. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, this will be about my 34th time driving across the country. Oh, you done that already. Come on, last name wow. Carl, baby. Right, right, right. She said, how did you expect anything less? You know, exactly. Oh, People be riding with me, say, damn, Nikki, you can drive last name Carl. Right. Need I say more? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep. And yeah, I used so, to say it all the time. Maybe I'm just like my father wow. because he's a drummer and he drove all over the country as well. Wow. And then I found out later on that, yeah, he was a driving MF. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So I say, I am just like my father. Wow. Look like him. Wow, man. <laughs> right. Just like it. You carrying the torch. You know? But I am def- definitely think you're making you know, your legacy uh, known and making the family proud. Just this by, water's delicious, by the way. We have excellent water here. <laughs> we do have excellent water here. You should know that when you come on the show. We had some good waters. She didn't want the whiskey, so we gave her really good water. This water's good. See that? <laughs> so what, what would you say your, 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 your most enjoyable or proudest moment of being on a stage has been? Because you performed all over the place. Yeah, there's so many, but I really, really think working for the military. Mm. I mean, big strapping men with all these medals yeah. and patches and all this stuff of, you know, crying. And gratitude wow. for what they've received. You know, that right there. That was that was awesome. Powerful moments. Powerful. Wow. And then I like opening for music acts. I've opened for the Whispers, Stephanie oh. Mills, uh, the Dells, a lot of um Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, Teddy P. Yeah. Oh, I had him rolling. Ah Oh, wow. he was in the wheelchair. Sorry. Sorry, Teddy. Wow. <laughs> When you got the legends laughing, yeah, um, it was how dope is that? It was great. Where was this at? In in Boston. In Boston, yeah, Boston. I love doing music shows. I love hosting music shows. Yeah, um, because music is my music is my first love. Yeah, comedy is who I am. But if you ask me what I love to do, I love anything involving music. Yeah, it's just it helps. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Music helps a lot. Facts. When I first started doing comedy, I started doing live music showcases in New York. You know, out there, they got a strong music scene. You yeah. They're singing. When you hit me rapping. up, I was like, Charlie Wilson. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll open for you. Oh, no, the comedian. Oh, brother, okay. Yeah, let's, let's go and do this little podcast. I thought it was Uncle Charlie. About to change my life. About to come with a budget. <laughs> just a new, new, you know, just a new music show on my belt, you know. Right. But I was still grateful. And uh, happy to know Charlie Wilson. Yeah, the other Charlie. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, the, other. See, the other. I got t shirt. It's in my. It's in my. Sh- it's in my phone. <laughs> Charlie Wilson, not the singer. Right. That's how you gotta save me, cause I'll ruin your day. You fuck around, smoke blunt or something. You be like, oh lord, everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Hello, Nikki Carr's office. <laughs> exactly. I'm be like, oh Charlie, what's up, man? But yeah, I'm doing some I shit love, in Henderson. I love music shows. I see now, Babyface is coming, mm. and Sherry Shepard is hosting. Oh no. Uh, I think that's, it might be tomorrow night oh, or tonight. Snap. I want to go so bad. Wow. That's the thing about Vegas. Everybody is coming in and the town is always stuff going on. Vegas. Right. Once you pop here, though, it's on. Yeah. It's just getting into and those I, And, you know, I'm not far removed from Sherry, 
Yeah. You know, and I'm sure if I inboxed her and said so and so and so, but yeah. I don't want to do see, that. See, you don't be wanting to see. You got yeah, a little bit I'll of me in you. I'll buy a ticket first. Yeah, no. And then be like, tell Sherry that no, the car is here. I'd like to come and give her a hug or see? something. Like, you know, something like I used that. To do, I used to be the same way. I love Lunell. From the moment oh, yeah. I met Lunell, she's been cool with me. Shout out me. to Lunell. She been she was great to me. Mm. Like she knew me already, and I'm just meeting this lady for the first time in my life. And she's always, always shown me love. Yeah. But when she had a residency here, I didn't hit her up and say, Lou, I want to come to the show. I yeah. didn't just show up at the door and be like, I'm a friend of Lou now. Yeah. I paid and bought a ticket and went in. Yeah. Saw her after the see, show. Blah, blah, blah. That's see, who I am. But that see, that's that, and I gotta get on to you about that because I used to be the same way. Because where I come from. It's like, I don't ask for no hand. I don't need no hand. I don't need you to put me on. I don't need to be... My daddy used to call it rubbernecking. They ain't rubbernecking in front of nobody <laughs> right. to be on their show. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm going to chill. And they, they'll call me if they want to hit me up. That was me for a long time. Yeah. But you're going to miss a hundred of them shots that you don't take. Right. And a lot of times people are ready to support you. They're ready to get behind you. They want to put you on. They want to put you in a position. But if we don't initiate, man, we never even have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I would say within the past five to seven years, I started giving everybody, as many people as I could, an opportunity to support me. Mm -hmm. And then if they didn't, I was like, well, cool. Mm -hmm. I see what it is. Now, no worries. No right. worries. Right. But if I give you that opportunity and you can say, yeah, come on in. Come on, do it. And then, you know, some, some things can start, kind of start happening from there. And it's a little tough. But that's the marketing aspect that we talked about earlier today with it's just being on yourself. You can have the talent. But unless you have that marketing ability to place yourself in those environments and build right. with people and build those relationships, then yeah, it's going to be a lot more difficult for people to just say, yes, let's grab this person and get me and grab you to do that because mm -hmm. there's so many people coming at them too. Mm -hmm. Even with Laugh After Dark, our inboxes, our DMs stay full. Mm -hmm. But those people that are hitting us, we still remember them. We still know them. They still may not be on the show yet, but right. we know who they are. Right. And if we see them perform or they we, we catch that opportunity, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember the, the, this person. So mm -hmm. it, it goes a long way. Like even some of the clubs here, Brad Garrett's, I've never oh, yeah. been there. I yeah. want to go there so bad. Yeah, I heard that's the, that's one of the hottest you know? spots. But if I get to the door and I'll be like, I'm comedian Nikki Carr, and they would be like, who? Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. Yo, that happened to me week one out here. I pulled up to a club and I was just like, because you know, in LA, you can just kind of pull up to comedy clubs anyway. Right. But out here, unless you perform it, mm -hmm. you're a guest. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially if they don't know you. So I got humble real quick. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a comic. Uh, right. Oh, uh, I'm just, I'm just, uh, Y'all got some drinks, so I'm gonna go <laughs> bathroom this way. All right, exactly. Because it's like, damn, it's like you ain't you ain't that you know that person yet. But there's a process. That's where you gotta pop into the mic. That's where you gotta still jump in there. And it's kind of like you know, as comics, we don't want to say I'm above you know doing doing all of those extra things. But at the not. same time, it's I'm like who got time for this shit? <laughs> right. I'm shy, and yeah. after 25 years, I really don't want to be made to beg. Yeah. You know, I will ask. Yeah. But I'm not gonna beg. Yeah. You know what I mean. I but, will but, reach out and I will ask, but I will not beg. Well, that's all I think you'll have to do. I feel like if you stepped up and was just like, hey, who does the book in here? Mm -hmm. like, cool. You got the email. Right. I got to do this email. You got the credits. You got the stuff on there. You know what I'm saying? That's literally all it be, Nikki. That really is literally all it takes. But sometimes just doing that is still work, but that's literally sometimes yeah, all it takes. I don't mind doing that. So, yeah. Sometimes like, like Bill Burr is coming to town. Oh, okay. You know, Bill Burr, I, yeah. we ran in New York. We was on the same $100 shows and wow. everything. And I know if I said, Bill, I want to come to the show, yeah. he'll be like, okay. Yeah. And if I can't get to him, um, um, his opener is is cool with me. I yeah. think it's, is it Rick Delia? I think 
Rick opens for him a lot. Uh -huh. or somebody, somebody that I work with all the time at the Comedy Cellar opens yeah. for him all the time. Gotcha. You know, and I could probably just be like, hey, can you put me? But yeah. I'm, I'm, what if they say no? Yeah. That's going to hurt so yeah. bad. It's the fear of rejection. That's going to. It's the fear of rejection. It's going to burn. That's what you call it? It's the fear of rejection. Man, yeah. my mother used to be like, you got to get over this. <laughs> yeah. Because one day I'm not going to be here to ask everybody yes, everything for you. Exactly. And, I, and I just never did, really. Yeah. I'm so, it, it hurts so bad to be sure. told no. Sure, sure. You know, sure. <laughs> it hurts. It burns. Yeah, it but burns. You got, but, you gotta, <laughs> but you gotta take those no's or you'll never get that one yes that'll change your life. Ooh, shit. We gotta Come Instagram that video. That was a, that's a message right there. Come on now. That was a message right there. I said, you will. Oh, I Say forgot, it I again, the, Charlie. If you don't, if you, I forgot it. <laughs> Oh, you got to take the nose right, to right, get right. to the yes. Right, right. Exactly. You, yeah, if you don't take those nose, then you won't get the yeses. So you got to be willing to take those nose and go through those hardships to be able to open up. Charlie Wilson, the, the singer, yes. ain't never told me that. See that? He ain't got no song to say. Charlie that. Wilson calling you out. Charlie. Shuba dooba 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 Now what? Forget Your about turn. Uncle Charlie. It's Bro. nephew Charlie time right now, dog on it. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Well, Nikki, please let the people know uh, what you've got coming up. I know you're at the cellar on the next. Uh... I'm at the Comedy Cellar LV, yeah. uh, located inside the Rio. That will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I may not be on the website or on the little picture outside because I believe I'm covering for someone, which is cool. Yeah. I don't care. Put me in, coach. But if you come <laughs> inside, I will be on the stage. There are two shows each night, 7 and 9.30 p.m., and uh, I would love to see you. Dope. Uh, I have a dry bar special. It's called I Wish These Were Jokes because, mm -hmm. as I said again, most of my comedy is real life experiences. So check that out. Dope. Please watch that because so many people have seen it already and they're telling me that I'm not ready to get paid yet because I'm still paying for production costs. I didn't even know I was a producer. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. How was that drop bar too? Because I know a lot of comics have been hitting that drop bar. It's got to be a clean show. Where, it's where did, clean. Where did shoot that at? And it, it was in Utah, Utah like yes. Okay. What's it? Provo, Utah? Pro 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 Providence? No. No, no, that's Rhode Island. That's it's Rhode Island. Provo or something like that. I forgot mm. the name of the city. It's okay. a little little name. I, I went to St. George. I'm that's sorry. all of Utah I've seen. Yeah. yeah. So you do the, uh, I did that okay. years ago. But it's still good. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so everybody go watch that so you know I can get them numbers up and they give me some money for it. Facts, Thank you. Facts. And yeah. somebody just put out something that I filmed during the pandemic called Drive In Comedy. Nice. And uh I looked for it yesterday online for the first time. Cause I'll be late looking for stuff that even that I'm on. And it looks like it's gonna be okay. It's something that we did at a drive in. It was all right. Nice. And that's on everything. So if you if you got the the remote where you talk, just put drive in comedy and the show gonna come up and I'm on that. So yeah. Nice. Okay, solid. Solid, solid, for sure. And I'm on Laugh After Dark with Charlie Bow. Wilson. Pew, pew, pew. Mm -hmm. That's right, man. That's and, it. and your and your and your newfound Instagram. Cause I know them people came and got you and yeah, took you and me. They she got me. She sent me a DM talking about some, hey, just send me your cash up. And I was like, Nikki, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Seems fishy. I'm gonna just I'm gonna secretly unfollow. Let me just get out of here for a minute. Yes, the shit that, off. that at comedian Nikki Carr is no longer me. Gotcha. So don't be sending them nothing. Don't even engage <laughs> with them. Okay, come yeah. to the real, real comedian Nikki Carr, and that's where you'll find me. I'm also on Facebook. 
Uh, I'm also on what is that? Uh, uh, Only Fans. No, huh? Only fans. No, I, don't I don't know. Even know I don't know what, what you is. got going on. I don't... Yeah, no. Yeah. The she other don't one. Know. She don't um... know <laughs> I'm there. Google me. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, man, it's been another dope episode. And I'm a Lyft driver. And she's a Lyft driver. <laughs> so you never know. She might just put scoop your ass up at these streets too. Right. And so, I drive Lyft. Shout out to Lyft. all my people who I ride with. Who Most ride deaf. with me? Most deaf. Amen. Yo, one more time for Nikki Carr, represent the Bronx to the fullest. I've been your boy Charlie Wilson TV. It's do tell. We'll laugh after dark. I'll see y'all next time. Did you like that? Come on, man. That was a good-ass episode, man. Look, I don't want you to miss out on the next one. Take a quick minute. Hit the subscribe button down below. That way you can get a notification. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next episode.